Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Key Reese. And on today's show, Lizzo has been criticised for posting videos detailing her recent 10-day juice cleanse. But there's a lot more to this reaction than just backlash, which we'll get into. But first, the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. Australian actor Craig McLaughlin has been cleared of all allegations of indecent acts against four female co-stars who starred with him on the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was found not guilty on 13 charges, which were seven indecent assault and six of common assault, during a virtual hearing in Melbourne Magistrates Court on Tuesday. A quote from Magistrate Belinda Wallington on the case reads, I want it noted the following. The four complainants were brave and honest witnesses. I found them to be credible. I was not persuaded that there was evidence of motive or that the complaints were made for the reason of career ambition or any such reason. The laws have since changed but do not apply retroactively. The law on consent has been replaced with a more objective test. Were the current laws applicable, it is possible the result may have been different. Wow, that is really interesting that the magistrate came out and has written that. And I think it honestly would be really comforting to those people who had put those allegations forward. So interesting. All right. Well, The Voice is set to premiere on its new home on the Seven Network next year. And today we finally found out who will take their places on those red spinning chairs. So Guy Sebastian is returning alongside Keith Urban, who appeared on the very first season of The Voice 10 years ago. Jess Malboy will be making her coaching debut. And the international act confirmed is UK singer and quarantine rule breaker Rita Ora. So Rita has actually been a coach previously on the UK version of the singing show. And apparently the recent controversy didn't sway Channel 7 at all. We know Sonia Kruger will be hosting and Channel 7 also confirmed to Mamma Mia today that this new look show will feature surprising new elements plus they're saying the strongest ever lineup of artists competing to be crowned the winner. Will you be tuning in, Laura Brodnick? I mean, I'll be tuning in to see the first Aura. episode. I love, yes, I do love Rita or a woman who breaks quarantine and doesn't seem to care about it. I feel like this decision was made way before that happens. And of course, we already kind of knew the coaching lineup was going to be different because we had Delta Goodrum on the show who confirmed to us that she wasn't coming back. So I think out of all of these, Jess Malboy is the most exciting. I agree. Well, Prince Harry and wife Meghan Markle have inked an exclusive multi-year deal with audio streaming service Spotify via their newly formed production company, Archwell Audio. So together they plan to host and produce podcasts that uplift and entertain audiences. Should we, should we start? No? Ladies first? No, say it because I think it sounds really nice with your accent. Well, Archwell Audio. Arch, yeah. Archwell Audio. I mean. Really? <laughs> shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Hi guys, I'm Harry. And I'm Megan. 
One of the things my husband and I have always talked about is our passion for meeting people and hearing their stories. And no matter what the story, they usually offer you an understanding of where someone else is coming from. And at the same time, remind you in some way of a story about yourself. And that's what this project is all about. So the couple's first full podcast series with Spotify and Archwell Audio will be released next year. But there is an upcoming holiday special that's going to be hosted by Harry and Megs, which will feature stories of hope and compassion in celebration of the new year coming soon. So this news comes just a few months after the former royals signed a deal with Netflix for exclusive TV and film projects. And I think it's really interesting that they're kind of following a similar second act, if you will, of Barack and Michelle Obama, who also ink deals with Netflix and also Spotify. So it's very interesting, very strategic. And I'm on board, even though some people have been paying them out today. I liked that. The best part of it was when she made him say it in a British accent, because duh, that's why British guys are hot. You're going to be speaking in a British accent for the rest of the day. I can just feel it. (laughs) All I can say to this is that the Harry and Meghan media empire is coming. Don't fight it. There are new overlords. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Before we start, just a warning that this next segment contains discussion of eating disorders and might be triggering for some listeners. For support for eating disorders, please contact the Butterfly Foundation's National Support Line, which is 1-800-334-673, and we will include the link in our show notes. Award-winning musician Lizzo this week posted a series of social media videos explaining to her legion of followers that she had taken part in a smoothie detox diet across 10 days. So I drank a lot and I ate a lot of foods and fucked my stomach up in Mexico. So I decided to do JJ Smith's 10-day smoothie cleanse. This is day one right here. Moving on to day two, it's just basically you drink these green smoothies every day um right here was the hardest day four five and six i was like started to get to me mentally but i was never super hungry i just i think i just was wanting to stress eat and and do things that were like kind of self-harming and here i am on day nine Mm -hmm. and this is the final day i'm gonna give you a full twirl i feel amazing um and i think that it's just right it's great to like reset your stomach and reset things especially when you deal with like gastrointestinal issues like i do but i think i look fucking great too the videos immediately triggered an avalanche of news headlines backlash and conversations from fans of how lizzo who has widely been seen as a body positive influence was promoting diet culture and disordered eating Lizzo has now responded to the concern, writing, I detoxed my body and I'm still fat. I love my body and I'm still fat. I'm beautiful and I'm still fat. These things are not mutually exclusive. To the people who look to me, please do not starve yourselves. I did not starve myself. You can do life your way. Remember, despite anything anyone does or says to you, do what you want with your own body. She then went on to say, Your body is perfectly yours. 
even if it ain't perfect to anybody else. If you only knew the complexities your body possesses, you would be so proud of it. I'm so proud of you for making it this far in a society that gives us a head start into self-loathing, that hands us a dysmorphic mirror and leaves us desperate to catch up with who we think we should be. I've spent so much time in this body and I am no different than you. Still struggling to find balance, still trying to mend my relationship with food, my anxiety, my back fat. It gets easier. I've spent my hardest days trying to love me. If I have any advice, it is to eat, drink, move, rest. Your job is to grow. Your job is to figure it out along the way. Regardless of what I or any so-called expert says, you love you. And I hope you remember that. So obviously there's been a lot of emotion and a lot of criticism around these videos and the subsequent videos that she's posted afterwards. And I think it's really important for us to kind of kick off and say that as much as there's like a lot of nuance in this conversation, I can understand how people were triggered by the idea of a detox or by diet culture in a way and not so much putting the blame on Lizzo for that. But I think there's such a history of people being pushed these diets of juice cleanse and starving yourself and seeing celebrities promote that not in the same way that she was but I think there was so much history steeped in that that when those videos were posted by her it really triggered a very emotional reaction yeah definitely and that's where it sat for me it was that you know, I wasn't upset that she wanted to do a cleanse. That's fine. You do you for whatever reasons you want to do that. But what I'm disappointed in, and I hate saying that I'm disappointed because I love Lizzo and I don't think that she should be cancelled because of this, but I think it's important that we have this conversation, is that she didn't consider the effect that it might have to publicise this to, you know, millions of her followers, a lot of them who are impressionable young women and men for that matter. Because I think you can dress it any which way you want about a juice cleanse or a smoothie cleanse or whatever. But it's a really slippery slope to disordered eating, especially in young people. And I think it's taken me years to undo all of the harmful fad diets and trends that kind of inundated me at this really impressionable age. And I'm still trying to do it today. So even me listening to that and looking at that, I'm like, oh, my God, like we shouldn't be hearing that stuff anymore and I think we've come a long way if you think about all the work Jamila Jamil did to have Instagram stop allowing influencers to be spruiking diet shakes or skinny teas or detoxes this was largely applauded so I think we need to take away the fact that we're not trying to you know crucify Lizzo here by any means but we need to see the similarities between the kind of language she's using or initially did use since then she's obviously come out and been able to give more context but we have to see them as the same thing we should not be talking about detoxes in this way it's restrictive eating and it's just not helpful. Yeah, exactly. And I think like a lot of women yesterday when I saw that, it kind of like I've curated my Instagram to only follow celebrities who really feed into that safe space. And so I had like literally my hands were shaking when I saw that because I didn't expect it to come up on her feed or to have someone like that saying those kind of words that can be so triggering. But that's decades of history kind of built Mm -hmm. into what we saw on her feed. And that's really the issue though. We have so few women in the public guy who are in fat bodies or in plus size bodies and even more so less who are at the standard where Lizzo is where she's winning Grammy Awards and selling out massive stadiums and being on the cover of Vogue exactly so it's so unfortunate because we only have this singular representation that all this 
expectation around body image and positivity and being a role model for everyone, for plus size women, for women in general, for women from the black community. It's all been heaped on this one person Mm. and we're expecting her to be this hero or this paragon of virtue. So, I mean, we shouldn't be this kind of keyed into the kind of leadership of one person Mm. who never actually asked for this, by the way. Like she obviously has kind of built this body positive world around her, but she's never set out to be a body positive campaigner Mm. by living in a fat black body. I feel like she's become politicized in a way she hasn't wanted to, but that's just because she is the only one. And also we're coming off this year where conversations around fat phobia and diet culture are just so heightened and it's really unfortunate that it's fallen to Lizzo to kind of be the defender of that. But we're coming off a year where we've had all these conversations around Adele's weight loss and all these headlines around how much better she is and how much better she looks and how much better of a person she is because she's changed her body. A conversation that she didn't ask for, but it's in the public eye anyway. And then we've had Rebel Wilson with the same thing of people saying that she's found love and she's a better person because she's documented her health journey and she's become a smaller person and she even like did an Instagram live where she used all these really problematic words like I started eating better and I lost weight because I decided to love myself and take care of myself kind of inferring that women who are in plus size bodies don't take care and love themselves and then you're also coming off the fact that we've lived through a international pandemic where diet culture of course played a part in that you know everyone was at home not exercising Mm -hmm. and eating more and then we had all those memes and articles about people saying like I've put on weight I'm so ashamed of myself this is disgusting sharing images of plus size people in a comic way and saying like this is what I'm going to look like and kind of inferring that living in a plus size body is the worst thing that could happen to you so I can understand that people already heightened And then they saw this yesterday. It's also almost like this spell was broken because Lizzo's always been this kind of, you know, upbeat, you know, you see her on stage and she's dancing around and she's shooting these beautiful covers and she's making this amazing music and she's so positive about loving herself. And I think that gave people a bit of a get out of jail free card in a way. Like people would see this plus size black woman being so successful and they'd be able to use that as a like, look, like, you know, there's no prejudice around color or race or body weight or anything like that. Look at Lizzo. She's so celebrated. She's so successful. And then I think a bit of a spell was broken yesterday and today when she said, you know, I really struggle with food. I'm struggling with myself and my body. And people couldn't take the fact that she wasn't this popular cheerleader for the cause. Like, I think that really hit people quite hard. It didn't hit plus size people that way because I don't think plus size people live in a world where they think that there's any kind, like one person in the public eye takes that away from them. But I think for a lot of people, they were angry at her for showing the abuse that she would have lived with for her whole life. Yeah. And I think she's just really shown that she's human in the way that she feels about her body. And I think in the past, anytime she's kind of spoken out or been really candid about the struggles that she's had, she's been really celebrated. And in this instance, she wasn't because it was a bit of a tide of the turning. You know, I think there's a really kind of blurred line between diet and what we now know as wellness culture. And I think that that's kind of sometimes when you're a celebrity as well, I feel like you're in such a different world and you're around all of these people who are using these now accepted words for things in the past that we kind of have turned away from. And it would be really hard not to fall victim to that. And for whatever reason she wants to do it, I just think it's really difficult to try and put all of that pressure on her 
and crucify her for this. I think it's nuanced. I think there are problematic things about it, but I don't think in any way she should be cancelled or she should be receiving the flack that she's received in the last few days. Oh, absolutely not. And I think the thing is just to look at this and think that a lot of ideas can exist in the same place. Like it's true that talk of diet culture and restrictive eating is dangerous. It's true that having only one plus size celebrity in the media shows a huge lack of representation. And it's also true that we can't expect Lizzo to be our hero or our saviour in this kind of way. Like it's a societal issue that we need to fix. And I think it's also true that today a lot of plus size women in particular are feeling really bruised and damaged because once again, this idea of what is a healthy body and what is a good body is being promoted. So I think all those ideas can exist in the same place and in the same way. And it's the world that needs to change, not one Instagram post from Lizzo. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. And while you're listening, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. You will make key Reese's day. Honestly, (laughs) she smiles and cries while reading them. You can also get in contact with us by emailing us at thespill at mamamia.com.au. This episode of The Spill was produced by Mel Zauer. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.